I didn't expect to go in life through A, B, C, D, G, T, U, you know, like D. <laughs> like, I'm like, okay, then we're going back and forth. Uh, I didn't expect to go. I thought it was just going to go straight through, you know. I didn't think that I was going to go forward, backward. And not like in a bad way, but that I wouldn't go through my life plan the way that I thought my life plan was supposed to go. Hey, welcome to the Hustle Differently podcast, a space for millennial professionals who are navigating career curveballs while driving closer to Christ. I'm Adriana, and each episode I chat with millennial professionals about the spiritual lessons they've learned in their career journey. I'm excited for today's episode because it's part two of my hour-long conversation with Valerie Sagamini. Valerie is a photographer and ministry leader. This episode begins continuing our conversation from part one about the story of Joseph when he was in jail. Valerie also chats about what she's learned when her life plans didn't go the way she envisioned. I'm sure you also had a moment when your life plans shifted. I know I have. There's so many gems in this episode, so let's just jump into the conversation. It's such a shift in perspective when the intent is, like the devotion is said, to create for the pure joy of glorifying God or being faithful to God, right? It's such a shift on like the intentionality of the decisions that you make or the way that you view everything that you do. And I loved what you were saying about the story of Joseph. I, I was telling somebody the other day that when jo- when Joseph was jailed, like in, in essence, that was like a waiting period for him. Yeah. And, <laughs> and like, it was funny because the person that I was talking to thought about it as like a, like a painful, like a, a like a, he taught, he thought, he thought about it as like pain, I think. Um, like this was this painful situation for him, but I was like, no, I view it like as a waiting period. It was a period where like, honestly, it was up to him how he would spend that time. Oh, 100%. And yeah. it could have been very productive and it could have brought him closer <laughs> to God, or it could have been like, you know what? Like he could have used that time for revenge. Like there were, mo- there was plenty of things that he could have done. Like he could have took revenge out on his brothers. He could have took revenge out on the former prisoners who he told to like tell the Pharaoh that, <laughs> that yeah. I, I can interpret Jesus and they just, and the guy forgot. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know, like he, he could have used that time any way that he could have right and like I think about it even in my own journey like right now I'm in this waiting period right I applied to grad schools and it was like excruciating applying to grad schools and then the act of like waiting to hear back when you kind of like don't like you you're yeah. kind of leaning on especially like leaning on the side like oh I might not get in like I don't even know mm-hmm. if my I don't even know if my application was as strong as the other people applying and being in this waiting period it's like you know, I think in practicality, right. I could sit here and like fester and like and be like, man, God, like when I was studying, like, you know, X, Y, Z could have happened or like, is this your plan? Or, you know, it, it could be something that's like very unproductive or it could be an opportunity to practically say, I'm in this waiting period. Like, let me just trust in God and leave it in him. And I told somebody in one of my previous podcast episodes that like, mm-hmm. you know, my expectation, I expect something to happen God Mm -hmm. and I'm praying and I'm gonna have faith that that is happening but I know that if it doesn't happen you're the same God Mm -hmm. who I can believe in 
when I was expecting whatever it is. And I, and I believe in that waiting period, like having that perspective can transform like the thoughts that you have and the things that you do in order to like grow you. Like every opportunity is an opportunity for personal mm-hmm. growth and spiritual growth, right? And I think yes. that's always what God is intending for us. Opportunities mm-hmm. where we can learn more about him and draw closer to him. But it's ultimately up to us, like how yes. <laughs> how are we going to use that time? And waiting periods are like pivotal times for transformation and regrowth mm-hmm. and unlearning things that are like contradictory to like what God intended us us to know. Yeah, I agree with you 100% on that. It is 100% up to us. If And honestly, I, there's nothing wrong with yelling at God or really letting him know how you feel. Uh, but there's going to be moments where God's like, well, <laughs> if only you knew, you know, what I was doing in your heart and then also in this world, then you would see, you know, like that there is something better that I have. And maybe it doesn't look like what we expect, like you were saying. Maybe it looks different. But yeah, like that trust. I I want to have that trust so badly. And that is something that I'm so glad we're talking about because it's true. It's up to us, you know, what we, what kind of attitude we're going to approach this waiting period with. And um, we can have faith or we cannot. It's up to us. So that's a good point. I like that. So I want to uh, hear from you, like in your times of waiting period, right? Even in that time of like unemployment, what practically were you doing? Because I know there's people listening who may be in a waiting period. They may be employed, but waiting to hear back about something else, like a new job or going back to school, or they may be employed as well. What could that mean? for their relationship with God, but then also practically for their professional growth as well? Yeah. And I, I think that that's, that's a good question to ask because, yeah, during this time, there's several things that I've done in order to make sure that I'm looking at this with clear eyes instead of just, you know, like doom and gloom. Oh, I'm waiting. <laughs> One thing is I've praise God, I praise God for this. I've asked God to surround me with people who have faith, who are really confident in God and what he's doing and to just place those people in my life that can speak life to me during those moments where I am going to be upset or I am going to be down um, so that I can talk to them and they can say, hey, like, let's look at this differently, you know, like have faith, don't forget. Um, And that is something that recently too that's another thing so that's one surround yourself with people that can speak faith into you find those friends find those mentors whoever they may be um, that can remind you that they've maybe gone through that journey themselves and that uh, the patience is worth it and then the second thing is to remember what god has done for you before that's one that god hit me with just a few days ago he's like hey you remember when i was like calling you And like you had not known me before and I called you and then you listened and then I took you on this journey and this adventure (laughs) that you weren't expecting and it was a blessing to you. Remember that? And I was like, wow. It just brought me to tears because I was like, you're right, God. Like you've done it before. You haven't abandoned me. Like you sent me on this journey for a reason. So just remembering that call, that day that God approached you that you remember or the blessing that you remember that God had already come through for you on. And then if, you know, you're waiting in the waiting period, I think you can be productive. I think that this is a moment to say like, hey, my vocation may be right now to volunteer at a local shelter, to help out at my local school, 
to start a Bible study at my house. You know, like this waiting period uh, may be a moment for me to do something just out of the pure glory of God, like you were talking about early, Adriana. So I think that that's beautiful, like where you can find purpose even in the moments where you feel like you're waiting or you can't do something uh, that you want to do and get paid for it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that you can just do something for the honor and glory of God. And those are three things that I can think of that are practical. Oh, I love them. I think those are really, really great lessons. And, you know, before we started talking on the podcast, uh, you mentioned about holding on to the lessons that God has given you and how that's been difficult. And I want to talk a little bit more yes. about that. Like, how <laughs> how do you navigate and like try to hold on to like, like even the Israelites have struggled with this right like god oh definitely god god like rescued them from egypt and then like all of a sudden they're worshiping idols it's like guys just a couple chapters ago y'all you guys were slaves like i don't get it but how fleeting is the human mind uh i i know the struggle but i just want to hear from you like how do you hold on to those lessons yeah They are fleeting 100% and I still struggle with it. Uh, One way that I have lately been trying to become more memorable with it, like just to memorize some of the things that God has done for me and the lessons that I've learned is to journal about them and to actually read again those journals. I only do it maybe once or twice a year, which is actually probably less than I should um, in order for you, for me to remember, because I mean, look, we look at the scriptures and we see the lives of people. Um, and I think that when we look back at our lives, we can see, oh my goodness, I remember you taught me that lesson and I totally forgot. Um, and you called me to do this and I didn't do it, you know, <laughs> like, or, uh, or I did, and this was the outcome and thank you for teaching me that lesson. So I think like one of those things is just to write it down, write down your experiences with God, your encounters with God, your lessons with God. In some cases, it can be through audio. You can make a podcast out of it <laughs> and re-listen to the episode that you, <laughs> that you spoke into existence. Or it can be, you know, telling your friends to keep you accountable as well. Like, hey, like these are some lessons that I learned this year. I really need you to help me to remember them whenever, whenever I'm like talking about it life in a different way than you remember me learning from God. Like, just remind me. <laughs> a, a, a nice review. Okay, friends should re- be rebuking you. So if you don't have friends that are rebuking you, there's some an issue. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so friends, writing it down. And, I, and honestly, there's moments where I'm praying and God is like, I already talked to you about this. You already learned about it. So just asking God sometimes to remind you and to tell you those lessons again, because he's not he's not one of those people that's like, I already told you this. I'm not going to tell you again. Like he'll tell you again. (laughs) He'll teach you again because he's a gracious God and um, he'll take you through the lessons again. So yes, he is a gracious God to add to what you're saying. I, I definitely agree with the journaling. I started journaling this year because I have a friend who journals at least once a week and they've been journaling since like 2016 and have gone through like three books like three journals and like being able for them to go back and see like some of those like defining moments and those moments they were like what was I like I can't believe I was feeling like that like it was not that deep but (laughs) 
<laughs> but like I, I can see like in the moment how it felt like the world is like crushing in on me, you know? Um, it gives you so much perspective. I really like how you mentioned like podcasting. I think doing little audios to help you remember or creating video, like just recording yourself on video, you know, yep. just recapping what happened. Or what I was what I thought when you were talking is like you can even like if it's you can draw a picture of something that reminds you of that experience. And like, once you see it, it'll remind you of like, oh, like that specific story or that specific time in my life. So I think those are a couple of things that mm-hmm. practically, yes, you know, we can do to help remind us of what God has done. Yeah. And, and I think about too, sorry to interview, but the, like the fact that in, I mean, in the, in the Bible times, you know, I don't know, ancient Near East, there wasn't podcasts or YouTube videos or journal. Well, maybe they did journal. I don't know. But like they would set up altars to remind themselves of the blessings uh, that they ha- or where they had encountered God. And for them, that was the reminder. So I like that you said drawings or, you know, like doing something like that that's visual that will remind you. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to go back to this god of adventure because i'm very intrigued by this <laughs> and <laughs> and i i want to hear more about why you call god that and what does that mean to you so i call god the god of adventure because i i am a type one in the enneagram and i'm just like very orderly i have plans and ideas and i expected things to be very planned out A, B, C, D, E, F, G, all the way to Z. I didn't expect to go in life through A, B, C, D, G, T, U, you know, like D. <laughs> like I, oh, I'm like, okay, then we're going back and forth. Uh, I didn't expect to go. I thought it was just going to go straight through, you know. I didn't think that I was going to go forward, backward, and not like in a bad way, but that I wouldn't – go through my life plan the way that I thought my life plan was supposed to go. And I think that in some ways there is this idea that came through generationally that has come through that you do things a certain way in order for you to be successful. And I think for me, I held on to that ideal of, you know, you go through high school, then you go to your, uh, get your university degree, and then you go to graduate school, and then you have a job, and then you have, then you get married then you buy a house, then you have children, you know, like that's the life plan I think most people have. So when things didn't happen that way, I realized, okay, oh, you know what, there was something and now that I think of it, I should have uh, writ- I should have brought it out from my journal. There you go. Here's the journal <laughs> um, where I was, I was just talking with God. Basically, what he was telling me was, I know that you had this idea of what your life was going to be like. But I have an adventure and it's not necessarily a planned one like you think. It's much more spontaneous. It's much more serendipitous. Um, it's much more divine. Um, and it's not necessarily a path, a linear path that I'm trying to take you on. Because I think that before I used to think that there was one path and that if I deviated from the path, then I was going in the wrong direction and that God would have to reroute me back to the right path. Um, When I was talking with God, he was just like, 
no, I think I need you to realize that this is a journey that I'm walking with you and that the adventure is with me. It's not necessarily with this life that you were just, you know, going through a planned life and that you were going to go through different points and that's going to take you to heaven. I don't know what I was thinking really. But that instead that I was going to have a journey where I was walking with God and that God was going to stop me at some moments just to talk to me and to tell me different lessons that I needed to learn. And that in those moments, he would take me on an adventure and that that adventure would be something different than what I expected. For example, like when I'm actually, I love adventure. For me, adventure is so fun. Like I grew up wanting to be like the Indiana Jones, the female Indiana Jones. I love that God talks to me in this way because it tells me something that is sometimes contrary to the way that I think and I believe. Like I have this ideal life of adventure, but in reality, I'm very, very planned. Like I'm not spontaneous at all. If things change, I'm upset. So I think that God tapped into my adventurous side and just reminded me that life is much more joyful and fun and unplanned than I would like it to be sometimes. So that there would be moments where I would go on these kind of dangerous sports with God, you know, like where I would do something risky and that he would be with me there to catch me in those moments. So I think it's just the way the journey that God has gone on me with is the journey where he's telling me that he is a God of adventure and that although there are plans, definitely are plans, but that there are moments where he's going to just have fun with me and that he's going to show me a different way of life, a different way of living. And that in those moments, I would, I don't know, just be liberated from some of the things that I thought that I needed to do in order to be worthy. So that's why I call God the God of adventure. Oh, I love that. You know, sometimes we do restrict ourselves from fully experiencing all that God is and all that he is trying to do because of like the order and the plans that we have and the ways that we think that things should go. And God is like, "Mm, this seems kind of like madness to you, but there's like order in the madness because I'm leading it. And I just need (laughs) you to like chill and let us like go for the right, you know? I feel like sometimes that's what like God is like trying to say, like just like chill. Like I understand like, yes, you're fearful. Yes, this is daunting. Yes, you may be really, really exhilarated and excited, but just know that I'm leading. And that it'll be fine. And we're just going to like enjoy this right now. We're just wherever we are. And we're going to learn something. And we're going to go closer, hopefully. (laughs) Yes. I actually like the way that you put it better. I love that. (laughs) Because it's true. You know, it is scary. And it is, I don't know, you go through those moments and you're like, I don't want to do that. And But in reality, you realize like God's just trying to bring you closer to him in those moments. And it is like a, like it's a loving adventure. it's scary, but, and it's risky, but I mean, all of the greats in the world have gone through risk and they've done things that are different. And if we lived a life that was planned and orderly, then how boring would that be? You know, like, I think that God is trying to do something different with our lives and we have to be open to it, but it's scary. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, as we were talking, I, I truly believe, honestly, it it can feel very risky to be a believer of Christ and to follow God because your life in a sense is in someone else's hands you're relying mm. on I mean 
you know, God is not like, we don't have like something visual, like we don't see him. Although right. we do experience God, right? Mm-hmm. And we have this relationship that confirms that we know that he is here always. And we have the Bible that describes um, him to us, right? His character. Uh-huh. But like, it can feel, it can feel, and it, it sometimes it, it, it is like in a human perspective, like very risky to be a believer of Christ. Like, mm-hmm. you know, because like, you're not like, you're, you're giving all over to God. Right. And it's yes. like, not my will, your will. Yep. You know? <laughs> and, and like, and like in society, that's like crazy. Like, it's like you giving, you know, your life over to Joe, like Joe, like go and just plan my life. Like, just let me know what I'm going to be doing. Like, like, I'll let you know, like what my desires are, but like, really like you're leading this bro. And it's like, mm-hmm. you can like from a human perspective, that sounds like very odd. Yeah. You know? That's so true. I I like the way that you put it because it's true. I don't think we think about it that way. I'm sure other people are looking at us like, what are these Christians doing? doing? What are you doing? <laughs> y'all, like y'all are mad. You guys are mad. <laughs> um, so I know we're almost at the hour and I want to ask you, you know, what does success mean to you? Now, mm. I don't know if this experience has shifted yeah. that perspective. Yeah. And what you are aiming toward in your career journey. Yeah, I love that. And and I think that it's not going to sound very career-y, but I think that it can definitely line up with careers. One thing that, man, God really revealed to me is just his character, you know? And I think that, okay, if God is love, then what he's trying to teach me and what success is, is for me to be loving and for me to be a person that can love in the midst of hard circumstances and in the midst of really great accomplishing times so that I can be consistent throughout the board, whether I am homeless or whether I am the judge of the superior court. It doesn't matter. It's just a matter of what, who are you really, um, where you are right now. I think that success to me is that you can be loving in any of those spaces. And I think that that's something that I'm so grateful that I've learned now because it just teaches me who God is himself. And the career journey wise, I'm actually on my way to law school. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I feel you on that grad, that grad school. I mean, I've already gone through grad school, but this is definitely very different. Mm -hmm. So I'm really grateful because God has, you know, just refined me in ways that has shown me like, okay, this is something that you were doing before and you're still very passionate about that but I'm going to reroute you into a different way direction so that's where my career journey is going and um, I'm probably I have a job offer that I'm probably going to accept right uh, tomorrow I don't know is it tomorrow yeah tomorrow I have a conversation with them to work with an organization that helps migrants which I've always been doing I've always been in the migrant community or refugee community so I'm excited to go back into um, just that field that's so exciting. I'm so excited for you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. I mean, I love, even even though, you know, we talked a lot about like change can be very scary, but it's so exciting. And I think there's just mm-hmm. so much possibility. I think like the yeah. possibility of like what can happen, sometimes like the the good that can come out of it, like outweighs like all of the doubts that we have. Definitely. So I'm super excited. I'm super excited for you. Thank you. <laughs> and 
And I don't know if you have any parting words with the listeners. We talked a lot about holding on to the lesson God has taught us. We talked about the waiting period. We talked about so much trusting in God, right? Like creating and working from the perspective of glorifying him. So I don't know if you have like any parting words, anything that you want to leave with the listeners. I guess just my parting words would be that in any moment that you're in, whether you are in your career and you love your career, or maybe you're not, maybe you're unsatisfied in where you are, or maybe you're unemployed, uh, that in any of those moments that you would find the time to just love, to love your friends, to love your family, to love your spouse, and to see them differently, to open your eyes to the fact that they're a blessing in your life. I, I, that's my prayer for everyone that I encounter, that they would just find love in, a, in, a, in another trans, transcending way that just fills their hearts. Ooh, what a way to end. Thank you so much for being on the podcast, Valerie. I definitely enjoy this conversation. Yeah, thank you for having me. I hope you enjoyed this episode. You can access the show notes in the description and the transcripts on hustledifferently.com. I'm inviting you to share this episode with your friends and people you think would resonate with this content. To make sure you do not miss the next episode, click the subscribe button. And lastly, please rate the podcast and leave a review in the Apple Podcast app. It will help this podcast reach more people and let them know why they should listen. Thank you for your support.